Amen. So this morning, uh, we are going to uh, have the opportunity to worship the Lord through hearing some testimony um, of the way that he has moved and worked in the lives of students this week. So those of you who we talked about earlier that are going to um, say something, you guys go ahead and make your way um, up this way. Um, and, and as they do that, um, I just want to say thank you, first and foremost, to our church for, for praying for us, for uh, supporting us financially and, and all of these many things. I don't know why they have a chair. Um, it kind of freaks me out. Um, anyways, uh, for, for, for just thank you so much for everything that you guys done, have done. Uh, we couldn't uh, accomplish this week um, without, without you guys. Um, and so I just wanted to uh, let you guys know this, that um, this last week we took 37 students um, and 13 sponsors. So there was 50 of us total. And we went down and we had um, an amazing, amazing week um, at Falls Creek. It's my great, great joy um, to report that this last week there were six decisions made um, for the Lord. Um, yeah, give, give God a hand for that. Um, four of those decisions were um, decisions for salvation. Um, yeah. Um, one, of, one of those decisions was a recommitment. Um, and one student got called uh, to ministry. So here in a minute, you guys are going to hear um, from some of those guys. Um, but we are going to start off. They're still freaking me out with that chair. Um, <laughs> we're going to start off um, with um, a, a funny story. Um, okay. All right. So um, just like any, any pastor should um, start off his, uh, his, his time of teaching with a, uh, a funny um, illustration, we're going to start off with a funny story from camp. Don't know that's necessarily going to relate to anything else that's said today, but, you know, we've got to get you laughing somehow. So here's Zach. Okay. So most of y'all don't know. Let's see. One, two, three. All right. right there. We have an acapella group. Could y'all stand up real quick? Stand up. Stand up. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Well, our acapella group, we performed two times a day in the shower. Well, the showers, see, there was these stools that are outside of the shower. There was a curtain, then a little changing area, then the shower. Well, in that little changing area, there was these stools. So we would take these stools, put them in the shower, stand on them. We'd look over the curtain and see each other, and we would sing, and we would all be looking at each other. Well, we were carrying on singing the national anthem. We were killing it, yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, you hear this thundering boom. And I look over, and I don't see Peyton's head anymore. Like, now, like, keep in mind, like, I'm, I'm in the shower singing, using the shower head as a microphone. And, like, it's like, it, the shower's hitting me in the chest, but for Peyton, it's hitting him in the face. But, like, and then I look over, hear the boom, and Peyton, I can't see him anymore. And it scared me, and all of a sudden, I hear, my chair broke! Like, like, scared me to death, but he's all right and he's alive. Thank you. So like I said, don't know what that has to do with anything for the rest of the day, but it's a hilarious story. Uh, with that being said, uh, we have uh, about three students who are going to share um, a little bit about the way that they, they have grown this week um, and the way that the Lord has uh, things that the Lord has, has taught them. So um, the first one is Alex. Um, Alex Smith um, is going to share about something the Lord taught him this week. Hi, guys. Um, you know, we all had an amazing week at Falls Creek, every one of us. And through Falls Creek, I learned that I can trust God more than myself. 
meaning the decisions I make for myself, I've learned that I need to um, put God first instead of me and use what he has given me for the glory of him. That's good. That's good. All right. Uh, the next student that we're going to hear from is uh, Kate Todd. Hello. Uh, what I learned this week is about leadership. And so in my youth group, me and my fellow youth, youth students, some of us, we are in a leadership group. And I learned that um, even if we don't think so, um, the little ones in our group, not little ones, the younger ones in our group are watching us, even if we don't think we are, they are. And whenever we don't show God's character, they're like, what, what are they doing? What do I, do I want to be like them? And so that's why we have to show God all the time so that they can have someone to look up to, so that they can grow more like God. So, yeah. um, and, and the last person that's going to share um, something that the Lord taught them this week is uh, Molly Inman. So this week in our quiet time, which we do right after breakfast, um, a lot of our quiet time was based off of the story of David. And there was two major things that I learned from David throughout the week is just to have faith in God. And whenever you have faith in God, God will work through you, whether it's going to be a trial or something good, no matter what, it's a God thing. Um, also, just to not get lazy in your walk with God, but as you see God continue to do good things for you, to not get lazy, but to keep working and growing in him and to keep um, just doing things for the kingdom of God, no matter what, whether it's a good thing that he's working through your life for a trial. Um, and so now we're going to hear from uh, some of the students who made some different uh, decisions throughout the week. Um, and the first one I'm going to have come up is uh, Travis, Travis Smith. Um, hi, guys. Um, so what I did today was, well, what I did two nights ago was get saved. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and the next is um, Haven Brown. Haven Brown. So this week at Falls Creek, I really focused on growing my faith in God by myself. And I decided that to do so, I'd be going on a mission trip out of the country. And I'm not exactly sure where God has called me to go yet, but I know that somewhere near in the future, I'm gonna be going out of the country, so. Brittany. This week, um, I rededicated my life, and my friend Haley got saved, but she's not here today, but she got saved, so. Um, and uh, the last we're gonna hear from is, um, Zach called the funny guy again. Now, this is not another funny story, I promise. Um, well, this week at Falls Creek, I, uh, well, we started out reading, and I started out reading in my Bible, and then I, uh, I was reading about Daniel and uh, reading about David, and how David, God had called David to be a leader. Well, and then God called me to ministry this week, so... Um, and the last student that is going to uh, speak and just say thanks to everybody is uh, Amy Brown. 
Um, we just want to say thank you from all of us that went to Falls Creek. Um, thank you guys for donating money um, and donating your time um, in prayer. And um, just thank you guys so much. You guys can go have a seat. So um, I, because there were um, so many decisions and so many things um, that happened this last week, um, in, in the next week, next two weeks, I'm going to be following up with all of those um, students who, who made decisions and um, we will get those guys baptized, um, and uh, I'm going to be walking with Zach and walking with Haven as we begin to discern uh, what the Lord is calling them to uh, more specifically. Um, and so church, um, camp doesn't end on Saturday of the week of camp. Um, that, that's just the beginning um, because we've been um, separated um, in the presence of the God, completely focusing on him for a week, um, and it's, it's in that time that we come back that we see the fruit. Um, and, and so, church, this is where we need to surround um, these students that you've heard from and all the other students that are sitting out here um, and, and encourage them and build them up. And so um, this is where I need your help. Um, these students are going to need to be discipled. These students are going to need to be poured into. Um, and so in the future, um, next couple weeks, next month, I, I might be getting with some of you guys and saying, hey, can you walk with this student? Um, the student needs to be discipled um, and needs somebody to pour into their life. And so this is where I'm going to need your help. And so I'm calling for the church um, to come up, uh, rise up, and, and to be the church. Um, so uh, we have a, a quick little video, um, a recap slideshow um, that, that we're going to watch um, from the week of camp. So you guys enjoy. see last week man it was it was just such a great week um, and uh, just just a couple of things just to put some context behind it when they were playing that twister and they had all those their hands and feet and all those random colors that was jello and it was freezing cold jello too and so it was messy and fun um, and then all the stuff that was happening there at the end um, on Friday night we had an award show uh, it's called the creakies and uh, we gave away some some awards everything from uh, sleepyhead there's one right there, uh, the Sleepyhead Award, all the way to the best volleyball player, to uh, the most servant-like, and, and, and all those. So um, it, was a, it was a great week um, overall, and uh, our key passage for the week was Phil, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. So if you guys have your Bible, go ahead and turn there, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. And I, I just want to share with you guys, um, share with the church, what, what it was that our students learned this week. The, the whole entire theme and uh, the idea that centers around this passage um, was this idea of a finish. Um, and so that was the word that we taught upon the whole week. And, and the idea behind it was um, growing in the Lord. Um, and, and it's this big word that the students learned this week if they hadn't already known it. It's called sanctification. It's, sanctification is the daily process in growing more and more into the image of Christ. Um, and so in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, if you guys want to stand up um, as I read that, it says this. I am sure of this, that he who started um, a good work in you will carry it on until completion, until the day of Christ 
Jesus. Father, I thank you for um, this word and uh, the way that it has impacted uh, the lives of students all last week. But Father, I pray that um, it would move and even impact hearts now. Father, we love you and we thank you for Jesus and it's in his name I pray. Amen. All right, so when we, when we break down this verse, um, there were four ideas that we talked about it throughout the week and they all start with the letter F. Um, the first one was focus. The second one was form. The third was fortitude. And lastly, finish. Um, and, and in this passage of scripture, we find these things when it says, I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on until completion, until the day of Christ Jesus. We, we found first that um, our focus in life shouldn't be on the things that happen to us while we are here on this earth. But instead, we should place our focus on the day of Christ. And so the day of Christ is the day when Jesus Christ returns and he comes back and will redeem the earth and will call to him those who have a relationship with Jesus. And so for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, every day we should strive looking ahead, putting our focus on that day when Jesus Christ returns returns. And, and as we put our focus on him, we should strive to be more and more like him every single day until that day comes. Um, we, we, I used Kate as, as an illustration. So Kate is a, uh, a, going to be a sophomore. Um, she just finished her freshman year. And so I called her up and I said, Kate, um, what grade are you in? And she said, I'm in 10th grade. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm not in 10th grade. I just finished the ninth grade. Um, and, and what we found in her saying this is that because she had finished her last day of school as a freshman, positionally, she was ready to be a sophomore. She had finished all of the requirements that were necessary for her to go to the next grade. And what we find in this is that Jesus Christ in our life, because he died on a cross, and if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, positionally before God, our work is finished. We are saved in that moment. And so before God, we are sanctified. But, but there's, there's more to it than that. There's also this second type of sanctification, um, and this is experiential sanctification. And so, as I illustrated, a lot of the students throughout the summer have to do summer projects. They have to read so many books, or they have to write a, a report or whatever during uh, the summer months. And, and it's during these summer months that they are experiencing what it's like to be whatever grade they will be in the next year, but they haven't started their first day of school and so we as followers of Jesus who have been saved in this life are experiencing and should be doing and striving and working towards um, the glory of the kingdom of God. And so as we work with Jesus and as we experience things through the power of the Holy Spirit, he is growing us daily into the image of Christ as we look forward to the day of Jesus. And then there's the third type of sanctification that we learned about, and this is future sanctification. And this future sanctification is the sanctification that will happen whenever Jesus returns. And when he completely redeems everything. You see, right now we live in a world, though we might be saved, we still experience the effects of sin on our life and in the world around us. But when Jesus Christ returns on his day, 
We will be completely and totally saved, completely and totally redeemed. And so that is the day that we look forward to. That is what we focus our eyes on. That's what we learned the first day. The second day we learned about form. As we focus on this day that is in the future and on this day that we look forward to, how is it that we grow in sanctification? How is it that we grow more and more into the image of Christ? Um, as it says in this passage of Scripture, for I'm sure of this, that he who started um, a good work in you will um, complete it in the day of Christ Jesus. And so in the second day, we focused on this word complete, completion, and cooperation. And so when we talk about completion, as we're focusing on the day of the Lord and we're awaiting the work that he is going to perfect in us, what we do as he is shaping us and molding us, much like a sculptor is shaping his piece of artwork, as he takes his chisel and his hammer and and knocks away those imperfections and, and, and shapes and forms a statue, God is shaping and forming us through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so what he calls us to is to cooperate, to follow the lead of the Spirit in our lives, bringing us more and more into the image of Christ. But not only that, he also gives us some very specific instructions of things to do in Scripture as we walk as followers of Jesus. And some of these specific things include the spiritual disciplines like Bible study, prayer, obedience, um, outreach, and, and many, many other things. And so these are the things that we do in life as God forms us and shapes us more into the image of his son. The third day we learned about this big word, fortitude. Before, before um, I started studying these things, I had not heard what this word meant. Does anybody know what fortitude means? Anybody? Well, besides the students that learned it. So what fortitude is, fortitude is um, endurance, and perseverance, it's, it's overcoming in the midst of a trial. It's overcoming in the midst of a hardship. And so as we look at this verse and, and as we think about this idea that Jesus is going to carry on this work in our lives, this good work, until the day of Christ Jesus, in this life, we face struggle and we face trial and we face hardship. And, and fortitude and focus are very, very tightly linked. We looked at the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And in that passage, Paul, writing to the church in Corinth, tells them, focus not on the things of this world, but fix your eyes on the things that are unseen. This last week, um, I ran the 5K at Falls Creek. And if you guys have ever been to Falls Creek, you know that it is the hilliest place on earth. Um, and so some, for, some, for some reason, I let my wife talk me into running this thing. And I haven't ran in over a month. And so I am so bad out of shape. Um, and so she talks me into running it. So I wake up super early in the morning, and we, we go and run this. A couple of students ran it. Um, DJ also ran it. So did Jenny Brown. Um, man, and it was, it was such a hard run because there's so many. I said a couple of students. Y'all, y'all ran it. Y'all know who you are. Um, there's, there's some really steep hills. Um, and I probably walked about three of the five of the hills, <laughs> did not run them. Um, but we got to this point, we're probably about um, getting close to two miles into this 5K. And I'm just dragging. Like my feet are just like barely going one in front of the other. My quads are on fire and I'm burning. And Kyra is running beside me and she looks at me and she says, 
you got this, just think. Whenever we get done, a little, after I go back, um, after I go pick them up, you're going to get a chocolate fried pie. And if any of you have ever been to Falls Creek, you know that on the way there, you pass the most beautiful gas station in the world, surely because it just has fried pies. And these things are, I just love them so much. And so she, she tells me this in the middle of this run, and I'm dragging and struggling. And she says, just think about the fried pie that you're going to get after this is over. And so in that moment, I was thinking about my situation, how I was tired and how I had another mile to go and I had more hills to run. I was focusing on the things that were seen in this world and I wasn't focusing on the things that were unseen, like that fried pie that I was going to get. And a lot of times in our life, we do the very same thing with God. We get so bogged down because we focus on our situation, the things that are seen, that we never fix our eyes on Jesus. And we never fix our eyes to the day that he will complete us and make us perfect and we will, when we will worship him forevermore. And it is that that pushes us and carries us through those struggles and those trials and those hardships. So that's what we learned about um, the fourth day. Um, and then the last day we talked about finish. Um, and if you have your Bibles, go ahead and flip over to John chapter 19. As we think about, about finish, um, we, we can have great hope. We can... We can put our faith completely in this idea that either when we die or when Jesus returns, that we will be in his presence um, forevermore. And I want to read to you guys what guaranteed that, where we find this hope, where we find this stamp. And it says this in verse 28, after this, When Jesus knew that everything was now finished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, he said, I'm thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was sitting there, so they filled the sponge full of sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it up to his mouth. You see, in these moments, Jesus is hanging on a cross. It says this in verse 30, And when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. Then bowing his head, He gave up his spirit. You see, 2,000 years ago, there was a man by the name of Jesus Christ that lived a perfect life. He never once sinned. He was completely God and he was completely man. And he went and he died on a cross and finished the work in us. You see, this, this finished work that he's talking about applies to all of us who live now and who live today. And for those of us who have never placed our faith and hope in Jesus Christ, we should not rely on our own power and our own ability to save us. There is nothing that you can do to save yourself. You can't be holy enough, you can't be righteous enough, you can't be good enough. There is nothing that you can do to save yourself. Why? Because it was finished by Jesus Christ over 2,000 years ago. The same thing is true for the follower of Jesus. A lot of us who have surrendered um, our life and confessed our faith and hope in Jesus, 
continue to walk and rely on ourselves to try to grow in the Lord and try to bring his kingdom to the earth. But you see, it wasn't just on the cross that Jesus finished, uh, finished us for salvation. It's also that he finished every work that we might do. And so, follower of Jesus, the challenge to you from this passage of scripture is not to rely on yourself to sanctify yourself, but instead to rely on Jesus Christ who finished the work, who is the author and the perfecter of our faith, and to fix our eyes on him and to follow him wholeheartedly as we grow daily more into his image until he has finished the work in us that was talked about in John chapter 19 so, so long ago. Would you guys bow your heads? Father, um, as we think about your word, Father, it always calls for a response. Father, my prayer is that, that anyone in this room who has never experienced the, the finished work um, of salvation in their life, Father, that you would just draw them now. Father, and, and for those of us who, who are followers of you, Father, I, I just pray and ask um, that we would, every day of our lives, take up our cross and we would fix our eyes on you so that we may look more like Jesus, so that we may be salt and light to a lost and a, and a dying world. Father, we thank you so, so much for Jesus. We thank you for the cross. We thank you for grace. We thank you for the lives that were forever changed this week. Father, you're so good to us, and we love you. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. With your head still bowed,